0: Welcome back to another season of the UK Virtual School podcast with me, Sid, the founder of the first online school that dares to be different. If you've heard season one, you'll know that this podcast is for families who home educate and for those looking for an alternative to the current educational system. Now, if you did miss season one, I highly recommend that you go back and have a sneak peek because there are some real gems from that season. I discussed my journey through education in episode one, Episode six is super popular and useful if you're looking at GCSE exams. I even interviewed the teacher that lives in a van in episode number eight. In this season, season two, we've got some brand new interviews with teachers, students and parents from UK Virtual School. UK Virtual School is now in its second year. Join us on a movement to disrupt education as we continue to create an innovative, inclusive and fulfilling alternative for the children who will become the change makers and leaders of tomorrow. Welcome back guys to another amazing season of the UK Virtual School Podcast. So today I have with me four of our students from Youth Council. We've got Risset, Zach, Rafe and Ali and these guys are going to be talking about something that they find really intriguing and interesting which is video games. So I'm going to hand it over to Zach who's going to be hosting this show and I'll just be quiet for this particular episode. So welcome Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm good, thank you. So Zach, if you want to start off by introducing yourself and and going to each of your guests and allowing them to introduce themselves, and then you guys can get started.
1: So hello everyone, my name's Zach, I'm your host today. So as we begin with our four participants, so we have Rasith, Rafe and Ali. So growing from Rasith to Rafe to Ali, Rasith, how old are you and what grade are you in?
2: Hi, I am seven years old. My name is receipt
1: Now Rafe?
2: Hello, I'm Rafe and I am 12 years old. Now Ali? Hello, I'm Ali and I am nine years old.
1: So, Rafe, you will be talking about glitches from Mario Kingdoms 1 to 6, Raseeth, You'll be doing Mario Kingdoms 7 to 9. And Ali, you'll be doing glitches from Super Mario Wii. Riff, I'd like to know the simplest glitch for Super Mario Odyssey Kingdom 1 or the First Kingdom.
3: For the First Kingdom, I think it's where we catch the um, Goomba, the Flying Goomba from like um, Super Mario Odyssey Cap Kingdom. And then you find this like spot near the flowers, you go under it and then like you go north um northwest and then there should be like this little like um place go towards the flowers area and go under the fence and into the corner you can clip through it out of bounds basically out of bounds means that you go out of the game's intended place and then clipping through which means you get out of like walls and boundaries
1: this is a very interesting glitch as that glitch goes on a flying goomba Is one of the many animals or creatures from the Super Mario world. So the game we'll be talking about is Super Mario Odyssey. So Rafe, tell us another glitch.
3: So basically there's this bird called Talkatoo and he basically gives you hints for coins like for moons. And then you have to to basically, it's like a semi-sufflock. So how to do this glitch is you need to jump and you throw cappy. It automatically, for a few seconds, it just stays in the air. But then it comes towards back to you. But you'll be in, but in talk to will be in front of you. So go towards him first. This is where the glitch comes in. What this does is it acts like it's hitting him while it's in the form. So it'll semi soft lock, which means that you can walk, run, and interact with the game, but the camera will be still.
1: So Rasith, tell us some glitches from the Metro Kingdom. I think there's some interesting glitch. There's a jump on Power Moon where you can do some. We have to jump at least 30 times to get the moon. So with both of Wraith and Raseith's glitches, it will try to attempt to get 99,999 jumps for a power moon, which is quite hard to do regularly. So, Receive. Tell us another glitch. So I think there's a glitch where you can Mario can die on a from a Piranha plant from Cappy. If you so if you cap on the two play mode, if you capture a Piranha plant, you can somehow get Cappy out and spin him around and make him ground pound the thing. And then Mario immediately dies. But you could just warp somewhere and then that makes me put back. These are three glitches from Super Mario Odyssey. Now we go to Ali, who's talking about glitches from Super Mario Wii. Actually, the Super Mario Wii has a portable edition, which is the DS. And the DS were made to be like bigger versions of the Game Boy. And you can actually watch some Pokemon episodes on the Game Boy. So, hmm, time to watch some movies. Ali, go ahead.
2: Usually in Super Mario bros we there isn't too many glitches it's pretty hard to find glitches because it's a 2d game but i found one glitch in world nine in the mini boss there are these magma uh, like like circles that jump from the lava and if you bounce on one of them they don't actually kill you you can use them to like parkour across the map which is very cool It's very hard that stage, so that's like a cheat code.
1: On that point of jumps, Wraith, have you heard of the nut glitch where you have a nut where you throw into the water and there's like a 5 millisecond space where you have to continuously jump, spamming the button instead and you can do some insane stunts. Am I correct, Wraith?
3: Yes, but you need to jump. You need to throw the nut and then you need to dive, and there's a 5 millisecond window where you have to catch it by pressing Y, and if you can do that, you can do that again repeatedly.
1: That sounds tricky. Talking about games, Ali, I heard you like Minecraft. One thing on the point of spamming, in some video games, there's something called drag clicking. Ali, would you like to explain that?
2: Well, sadly, I don't have a drag-clicking mouse. I might get one, but I just have a simple Microsoft mouse. Drag-clicking on... Drag-clicking doesn't really work... Like, do an effect. Like, on Roblox and all those type of games, it doesn't really have an effect. But on Minecraft, you're able to really up your game style. You're able to get more CPS clicks per second. And that, that makes you, like, really good at the game. Like, while fighting, you can get more hits and I'll be very, way easier to win.
1: So on the point of drag clicking, what you do is you have a mice and some pros use uh, the three main mice, is the bloody A70? 70, 70. The bloody A90, and you have the glorious Modewo. So yeah. with these mice, a few things which you need to do is either have some tape on them uh some adhesive for example let me show you me drag clicking as i have here i have the razor death adder v2 so with this mouse what i can do is as you know skipping rocks is like jumping up and down with the drag clicking you have the tape to go up and down continuously whilst pressing down getting clicks in so receipt. Uh, i heard you like have some pokemon card would you care to show i do have a lot of pokemon cards but i I think there are more kinds
2: of pokemon
1: yeah so if you wouldn't mind showing me the one a bit closer on the top you have correct me if i'm wrong but that's the evolution of a pikachu a raichu as a very big pokemon fan i actually used to collect right now going on pokemon cards the rarest one in the world is the charizard v max some go for around a thousand dollars psa 10. psa is a grading company so rafe tell me a bit about super mario odyssey and your opinion on the game
3: i think in my opinion is really like um explores you can explore a lot of the game and basically, it's sort of like it gives you this open world feeling while also at the same time being that same Super Mario feeling of, you know, being compacted and it also has some really unique bosses instead of like the
1: Koopalings. Going off of popular games and free world games, right now the most popular free world game is Zelda Breath of the Wild of, on the Nintendo Switch. The most popular consoles right now are the Nintendo Switch, the Switch Lite, in my opinion, the Switch Lite is basically a single player version of the Switch because it doesn't have detachable Joy-Cons. If you were to buy a Nintendo Switch Lite, you would need to buy a Joy-Cons and a Joy-Con charger since there's no way to charge the Joy-Cons on this Switch Lite. And we have the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. I think that the, there are some ups and downs with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, with the Series X, it's uh, more of a rectangular shape and it fits more ergonomically with the futuristic looks, but with the PS5, the shape, I've, uh, I asked a few people and they said that the graphics are great, the accessories are great, but it needs a better casing. The PS4 Pro is the best option for budget gaming. If you buy one used, make sure that it's working and it comes with a controller. So Rafe, I hear that you're a keyboard and mouse person. I'd like to ask you a few tips for some upcoming PC gamers.
3: Um, so I recently just bought a PC. In my personal opinion, I think you should go with a nice clean desk instead of going for something like, you know, like, don't go for things that are too big. I think I'd like like if you want to get a good PC for seven to eight years get one that's going to have a nice CPU cooler and a nice motherboard and you'll need to have good specs on it.
1: If it was to last for a while would you recommend upgrading uh, the graphics card for example every few years the new uh, uh, processor comes out right now the latest processor is the 3090 but the geforce now msi 3090 rave would you recommend upgrading it slowly slowly so it can still last a while
3: i don't think so personally i think you'll get the semi best stuff in the market right now because it'll go for way less cheaper than the brand new stuff like um 390 get 320 or something that's below it but still like it's high in tier because then you don't have to like wait for stuff to like oh you have like a really good motherboard but you have a terrible processor so then it'll just outweigh them all
1: going off of pc gaming a few things i recommend is going for uh building a pc you can build a pc for 500 pound you might be thinking zach why didn't do- just not buy a co- why don't you just buy a console number one with a console there's a less variety of games but with the pc there's more variety and you can get more fps and you can get a different feel right now i'm using the razer huntsman mini and the razer death adder the razer Kraken headphones and the blue yeti Rafe. could you sh- uh, share what equipment you're using
3: i'm using a ducky 2 on mini keyboard and a pc which is a GBS PC and a. I'm using some nice earphones and a Ryzen gaming chair.
1: So going off of uh, your Ducky One Two Mini, would you recommend it?
3: If it's for typing, yes. But like in the case that you're really hardcore gaming, no, because it doesn't have the F1 keys.
1: One thing which I would say is, if you were to buy a uh, go into pro gaming, the mouse I would recommend is a glorious model for the keyboard i would say maybe a steel steel series apex pro tkl right now a full size keyboard is quite large but a 10 key less is smaller which will let you to to, uh, turn it diagonally so you can get wider mice space for the podcast i just like to ask rafe How's your time been at UK Virtual School?
3: For me, it's been quite um, a steady slope. Right now, I'm in year nine, but I joined in year seven. I found it a bit hard to, you know, um, fit in. But eventually, the, the whole, like, social side, like, start to, you know, fit in. I started to make more friends at UK Virtual School, you know. Like, I used to, be, like, um, make friends. And, you know, I had, like, a really nice time with the lesson structure and the timetable.
1: Rasith, how has your time been, being in the younger years? I think it's been, like, quite easy. Okay. Receipt. what's your favourite thing about the Nintendo Switch?
2: I think that's the only playing game.
1: Uh, Rafe, your opinion? In my opinion, the Nintendo
3: Switch is really good because it has a sleek quality and has the both sides of being... the both good sides of being handheld and for, you know, serious gamers to have a TV stand, so it's good for on the going. And, you know, well... It's good for being on the go, like if you're at a, like a friend's house or whatever, you just do you know you just play on the games with each other and also with the TV, if you're seriously gaming.
0: So
1: going off about gaming, right now, uh, I'm using a very budget-oriented setup. Rafe, What's a good budget for a gaming setup?
3: Um, the main cost is probably going to be for your monitors and gaming PC. Um, if you're looking for some actual like good monitor, um, good PC, it's around five hundred to about like the high end stuff, which is about one thousand three hundred pound. But if you want for serious gaming, about eight hundred upwards is a nice, you know, safe bet. And then for monitors, you don't really need good monitor. You only need a really good monitor and a um, basic monitor for your like second monitor if you plan to get a second monitor so 100 pounds plus for a 100 pounds um, maximum for your first monitor and a second monitor um, you just don't need to get a good bad one so just get about a 50 pound monitor
1: so Rafe would you recommend going on eBay and maybe buying a higher higher end gaming monitor because let's say you have a pc, and you want to run uh, a game on 244 fps frames per second what would you say
3: i'd say no don't go on ebay for stuff that really important that's really important gaming pc and monitors not on um, your first monitor your main monitor and pc no ebay it could be a scam but I do recommend getting eBuy um, for your first monitor and then getting like a really good one that's like 244 FPS and 144Hz. It's a more trusted website and for the second monitor then you can use eBay for a nice second one for other things.
1: So thank you for the first Youth Council podcast. If you want to see us again, you know what to do. And like, comment, subscribe to the UK Virtual School YouTube channel. Sid, over to you.
0: Thank you guys. I'm hoping that there's going to be very many more of these and we look forward to hearing more topics and more viewpoints and also more of the Youth Council team taking part as well. So thank you guys for taking part and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening in to the UK Virtual School podcast. We hope you took lots of value from this podcast and if you did please remember to like and subscribe and to share what you've learned with other families. Now, if you want to find out more about UK Virtual School, go to our website, ukvirtualschool.co.uk, or you can join our page or Facebook group, UK Virtual School. We hope that your home education journey is an exciting one. And if you're right at the beginning of starting out, do reach out to us and ask us for support. If you're considering joining us, why not book a Zoom meeting with me so we can explore and discuss options for your family. I'm Sid. You've been listening into the UK Virtual School podcast and I'll see you next time.